0: Representation matters. But as indigenous Chicano people, we can't just sit back and wait for mainstream media outlets to make it happen for us. And nor should we. We started the Tales from Astlantis podcast because we believe that it is imperative for Chicanos, Chicanas, and Chicanex people to produce our own media and tell our own stories. And the way we choose to do this is by using Buzzsprout to host the podcast. Buzzsprout is by far the easiest and best way to launch a professional podcast. You'll get a podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and much more. To start your own podcast and get a $20 Amazon gift card Follow the link in the show notes. This lets Buzzsprout know that we sent you and helps support the show. Buzzsprout, the easiest way to start a podcast. Now, on with the show.
1: You must excuse me. I've grown quite where I... This hasn't been easy, I know. But you've learned a lesson. A lesson in honesty... Honesty to yourself and honesty to others. That lesson will stand you in good stead all your life. I I think we've all learned a good lesson. I've always heard that honesty is the best policy. Now I'm catching
0: on to why that's so, and why that's so, and why that's so. Greetings, dear listeners, and welcome to yet another episode of Tales from Astlantis. We
2: are your hosts, Curly Tlapoyawa. And Ruben Arellano Tlacatecatl.
0: And thank you all for joining us for yet another premium episode. I forgot to say that at the beginning. It's a premium premium?
2: episode. Yes, it is. Man, you lucky fools getting a premium (laughs) episode (laughs) for all of our beloved Patreon supporters. So, how you been, man? You been good? I've been chilling. I've been busy though. Been very busy. Not just with uh, school teaching, but just doing—I mean, you know—all kinds of stuff locally here with the family and my community. The house too, right? The house, yeah. Yeah. Been remodeling the house here and there. So it's been—it's been a very uh, busy summer and hot too. God, man, I can't believe we're like going on. Over a month now of straight triple digits over here. Damn. In Dallas. And I remember it. I really remember continue. it. I mean, this was this was going to be a, another one for the book. So the, they've already said it's going to be in the, at least minimum the top five, if not even the, the top three of the hottest summers on record. Damn.
0: Yeah. Well, I remember when I was living out there working at the newspaper, the uh, air conditioning went down in our offices and- Man, we were like cooking. Plus, the graphic design department, we didn't have like windows or anything. They had we in the basement. Like an, yeah, basically. I mean, we were just like <laughs> off in this little box where all the nerds sat and did our- Did you get the memo? Graphic design. <laughs> yeah. So, we were just sitting in there cooking and the publisher, uh, what did he do? Oh, he had people show up uh, like paleteros. Show up and just hand out free paletas to everybody paletas. to Dang, help us cool that was down. cool. Yeah. You know, I thought that was, that was a nice gesture. It was. It's not like we could have all gone home. The newspaper kudos, still has to kudos,
2: come out. <laughs> Kudos to the paleteros out there holding it down, keeping people cool on these hot days. Yeah. For real. Shout out to all the paleteros.
0: So today we are going to be watching a segment from vice news. It's funny because we had, uh, we had talked about, you know, the Aboriginal Moors or the Moorish Aboriginals a few episodes back. And after that episode came out, I'm flipping through, this was maybe a week or two after that episode came out, I'm flipping through TV and I see that vice had also covered them. They did a little segment on them. So I was like, huh, it's timely. We're, we beat Vice News to the punch, man. We've got our, we've got our fingers on the pulse of the zeitgeist. <laughs> got the scoop. We got the scoop. So, yeah, I wanted to check out this uh, this little segment and see um, how they covered. Of course, it's a short segment, so I'm sure they don't get into all the nitty gritty and explore, you know, like an in depth look. But I thought they did a, a decent job. Yeah. Like an an overview of who these people are and what they believe. So here we go. We're going to check out this video. Um, Credit to Vice News. This segment is called Moors
1: Rising. The thing I like about this neighborhood is every single house seems to have its own little bit of charm. Just being a single woman, trying to compete with a lot of these couples, I lost out on about 13 houses before I came across this one. When I walked in the door, I was like, this is my house. So whatever I can do to get it, I'm gonna get it. You guys, I'm not even kidding. This is the literal SWAT team that was called.
3: Chenetta Little was finalizing construction plans on her first home when a stranger changed the locks and told her that the house she bought was actually his
1: they call themselves Moors. They basically say that they have ancestral rights due to a lot of treaties and tribunal law, that they have rights to the land here.
3: So you buy this place, you have this amazing vision for it, and all of a sudden you get a letter?
1: Yes. I got two letters, actually. the first one I got from Jaleel Hugh L. There were like seals and fingerprints and signatures, basically saying that <laughs> my home was on someone else's ancestral lands. Well, I ignored it the first time, and they sent me another letter saying, because I didn't respond, now we own this house. The third time was basically <laughs> when I <bullshit> was <laughs> the van. So they that saw that is on flawless,
3: box, uh, legal, on. <laughs> right? He's now Analysis on the there. house. How do they get him out of the house?
1: Oh, they busted the door down and they basically dragged him out, and it was really scary. Like, you know, I applied for a gun license, I got pepper spray, you know, knives. Wow, wow. It was really. Really traumatizing. Police officers still reeling from a deadly attack. Three officers were shot and killed. The manhunt
0: is on for this man, a career criminal considered very armed and very
3: dangerous. In recent years, isolated and random incidents of violence, fraud, burglary and squatting committed by Moorish extremists have put Moore's on the radar of law enforcement nationwide.
0: A Newark home taken over by an alleged extremist group that not only changed the locks, but actually claimed ownership over the property.
3: The man who occupies Sinetta's home was never charged and still maintains the land belongs to him. We did our best <laughs> Wait, to speak they never him, but them? he demanded...
0: Yeah, how the hell is that possible? <laughs> Jeez. So they're showing this I email mean, from, Isn't it uh, considered
2: breaking and entering? Yeah, that? right?
0: Or i mean what (laughs) so here's this email that the the vice reporter got um from this guy and it says uh peace and greetings elzo going forward please address me as honorable and (laughs) not brother (laughs) (laughs) our consuls have been elected as public officials and we do not take our positions lightly There are a few reasons why we are not brothers. Damn. One of those reasons is that you choose to remain a United States citizen and we are all Moroccans. Let's not confuse the two. Thank you for that's a a, a tone shift. Thank you for expressing your interest in promoting our consulate within your network. We have discussed whether this opportunity would best fit our goals this year. Let us be clear. We are not doing this interview for free. Oh, wow. We expect some adequate substance in exchange for intellectual property. Substance? You want some substance? Yeah. (laughs) What kind of substance are we talking about? Uh, (laughs) For the intellectual property owned by the consulate. Let's iron the particularities via contract. Jesus, present <laughs> us your offer, and then in parentheses contract for review, and we will inform you of our final decision. Peace and bliss. Peace and bliss. <laughs> <laughs> and then he signs it. Best, honorable, all caps, honorable L Jalil, Consul General, Al Moroccan Empire Consulate. <laughs> empire. And that's the thing that's really common with the Moors, right? Is they use the words Bay and L in their names. So whenever you're online and you
2: see somebody with a name ending or beginning with L or Bay. Wait, know, isn't isn't Bay and L essentially the separation of Baal? I don't in the know. in the ancient in the ancient um, um Mesopotamian uh, mythology and ball is like the, 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 I guess almost like the what we call Satan today. In a sense, I have no idea. I'm sure it comes from
0: something that, uh, noble drew Ali told them to use and they just do it. You know, yeah. I'm sure there's a reason that they say, but I don't know it. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. I'll have to look into it
3: it to be paid so that interview didn't happen but we did find a video he posted about the incident online
0: you have been listening to a sample of a premium episode of tales from astlanthus for a mere three dollars a month you will get access to our premium content Every two weeks, as well as to the ever-expanding library of premium episodes. So visit TalesFromAstlantis.com and click Go Premium. Thank you for listening. Timo Itase. Thank you for listening to Tales from Astlantis, a project of the Chimali Institute of Mesoamerican Arts. If you enjoy the show, please consider becoming a Patreon supporter. You can do this by visiting talesfromastlantis.com and clicking support the podcast. Your continued support will help keep the podcast ad-free and independent. Until next time, Itase.